Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me here today at the Chrisanne Hall Show, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Our online constitution training, as always, found at LibertyFirstSociety.com and our two documentaries found at NoncompliantMovie.com, one of our, do- our first documentary winning three awards. Guys, how cool is that? I'm not going to stop saying that because I think that's very cool. We won three awards at a film festival. Yes, noncompliantmovie.com. But that's not what I'm here to talk to you about today. I'm here to talk to you about a very important aspect of preserving liberty, not just simply for ourselves, but for our future generations. And that entails not becoming, if you excuse my language, a useful idiot for the enemies. You see, I want to talk to you about the upsurge of pro-Palestinian assemblies across America. You've uh, seen them on the college campuses. Go ahead and put that one up there, uh, Christian, from uh, Jeffrey Detz. Give me a thumbs up when it's up there. It's up? Okay, great. So you've seen these on college campuses. You've got uh, conservative influencers. You can bring it back to me. Having conservative influences, influencers all over social media talking about this uh, on our college campuses, in our cities, in our towns, um, posing the question of what do we do about this? Should we, let me, let me go, um, yeah, should we outlaw this? Should we stop this? Should we shut this down? And Probably, if you're watching this podcast voluntarily or because you watch our podcast regularly, not because somebody's showing it to you, you expect me to say this. But there's a large um, number of, of people out there in this world we call conservatism that really has never really heard a liberty first principled kind of presentation about this. And we need to really, really take charge of this because what happens is when we promote this ideology of shutting down the speech of our enemies and shutting down speech that we feel threatened by, then guess what? We become our own enemy. Uh, Put up the Thomas Paine one that says, rights you deny others. Give me a thumbs up when it's up, Christian. So Thomas Paine gave this warning, and this really is the principle of liberty as a whole, as encoded here, thanks, Christian, in America. He says, an avidity to punish is always dangerous to liberty. It leads men to stretch, to misinterpret, and to misapply even the best laws. And here's the key. He that would make his own liberty secure must guard even his enemy from oppression, 
For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach unto himself. You see, we are in the situation that we're in with the people caught up in the dragnet of January 6th, being held in prison without bond, without due process, without habeas corpus, because of what I call reactionary legislation, reactionary leg, uh, regulation. The Patriot Act of 2000, in, in 2001, this, this response, this reaction to 9-11. We have to keep ourselves safe from Al-Qaeda. We have to protect ourselves from terrorists in America. And to do so, we need the Patriot Act, which was the most violent attack against our Constitution and our liberty of modern times. What you see with the FBI today would not be possible without the Patriot Act 20 years ago. From the Patriot Act on to uh, 2011, you have the Federal uh, Buildings and Improvement Act, which is why we have January, the, the people caught up in the January 6th dragnet in prison, because they interfered with government. I mean, where do you think you the media got that phrased, interfered with a government proceeding? Where do you think Nancy Pelosi and all the minions got this whole, and even the Republicans who were in on this, got this whole phrase, interfering with the orderly function of government. That's straight from a law passed by a, cons a Republican majority in Congress. Reactionary legislation to somebody climbing over the fence when Barack Obama was president. Climbing over the White House. How many of you remember that? Climbing over the White House fence. All of a sudden, we have this act that sounds like we're planting trees and pruning flowers or planting flowers and pruning trees, which makes it a federal crime to interfere with the orderly conduct of government. Zero to process. Now, let's not forget the indefinite detention provisions of that same time, not just simply passed by a Republican majority, but written by Republicans to allow the indefinite detention of those we deem as hostiles, by the way. If you want to know about that, you need to go watch the videos that I created 21 years ago warning us about this piece of legislation that is now being used against Americans to keep them in prison without due process, without habeas corpus. Back then, I was told that I was paranoid by politicians. I was told we would never use these laws against Americans. And yet here we are. And yes, they are. As Thomas Paine said, the, uh, the laws that we created established a precedent 
that reached back to bite us. Back then, I wrote this 20, 20 years ago. Uh, well, not 20 years ago. Um, I guess, did I say 20 years ago? I meant 10 years ago. Uh, not 10, 20 years ago. History has always proved, 10 years ago I wrote this, the sword you put in, the, in government hands to protect will eventually become the same sword that persecutes you. Why? Because with every new administration comes new ideology. Power is never reduced or rejected, but always passed on to the next regime, growing exponentially with each exchange. Now let's hope that we can all learn from the self-evident truth and demand the Fed stay in a limited defined box and it's the only way to stay free and it's the only way to maintain liberty. But you see, when, when you get reactionary reg legislation, reactionary regulation, you get political further and fervor and partisanship and, and an avidity to punish comes in. Human nature becomes our own worst enemy. You see, go ahead and put up the cartoon, let January 6th protesters rot, rot in prison. Okay, guys. This is the cartoon of the day. I get this. I really do. But the truth of the matter is, the J6 protesters would not be rotting in prison if we hadn't engaged in reactionary legislation, reactionary regulation against terrorists. Go ahead and put the next cartoon up that looks like the same thing. I want to talk to you about why we're seeing this. Why we're seeing this on the college campus, useful idiot. I'm hoping today what this video is, you can bring it back to me now. What, what this video will do is help us, pro-constitution, pro-rights, pro-liberty people, not be the useful idiots because there really is a bigger useful idiot here to these Hamas radicals. Okay. Now, many of you know that I am on uh, Victory News. I'm a Victory News commentator. And I want you to see a segment of our show today because I want to help you understand how this is happening on our college campuses. You got that one queued up, Christian? Go ahead and play it. Right now, let's talk with constitutional attorney and Victory News contributor Chris Ann Hall. Chris Ann, you heard the literal giddiness of that Cornell professor over the deaths of Jews in Israel. This type of insanity is costing universities the multi-billion dollar Wexner Foundation. Just told Harvard they will no longer contribute to the school after Harvard students signed a letter blaming Israel for the Hamas attacks. Why are students and professors op openly practicing anti-Semitism, do you think, on campuses? 
Well, because shortly after World War II, the American education system fully embraced neo-Marxism, as comes from people like Antonio Gramsci and the Frankfurt School. This ideology of neo-Marxism teaches that we must reject Western principles and we must engage in the labeling of Hamas as a victim and Israel as evil colonizers. This is why you see LGBT even supporting Hamas. This is neo-Marxism that is actually engaging and labeling itself as anti-Semitism. So wherever you see neo-Marxism, you will find anti-Semites. There you have it. It's There you have it, the key. The key to understanding why this is in our education system. It's on our college campuses because, well, we see it on our college campuses because college campuses are full of adults learning who are able to organize and protest this. But make no mistake, this same neo-Marxist ideology is K through 12 in America. Your high school students will be engaging in pro-Hamas speech, whether they have assemblies or not, or they're talking to themselves, or they're, they're talking to their families, they're on their social media, they will get caught up in this pro-radical Hamas rhetoric because our education system is a neo-Marxist incubator. It was designed that way. Go to chrisannhall.com. Look for a video or for an article that I wrote called Stolen Education, Stolen Children, Stolen Future. You will see that the American education system was founded on these principles by Wilhelm Wundt, G. Stanley Hall, Thorndike, Dewey. These guys were all socialist, pro-humanist uh, indoctrinators who wanted to establish an education system for the long game in America. That's their goal, guys. That's what they were doing. And here we are, 120 years later, plus, actually living out the product of their long game. You see, this neo-Marxism taking the form of anti-Semitism, this is the critical thing. You have to understand this. Because if you miss this, my husband, go to, go to my Rumble channel. My husband has done video after video after video on this. You've got to get this from him. He's, he's really on point with this. I'm going to ask him to do another presentation specifically on that this week. Because he can throw it down, let me tell you. But I want you to hear it from a constitutional liberty perspective from my perspective because my goal here today is to educate us to the point where we don't become the useful idiots. The useful idiots that we're always accusing the leftists to be because you see the neo-Marxists want to promote the leftist agenda and the leftist agenda must be promoted by rejecting constitutional principles, American principles. How do we, 
How, how do the neo-Marxists overturn our Constitution? They get us to do it for them. That's how they do that. That had never happened, okay? Patriot Act. The Indefinite Detention Act. The Federal Buildings and Grounds Improvement Act. The lockdowns where a majority of communities regardless of their affinity to constitutional teachings and and ideologies still locked down complied this neo-marxist ideology is not going to come in with a sword they don't have to they came in the school system a long time ago. They did. And the very conversations that our conservative influence, social media influencers are, are having today is proof that we can be our own worst enemy. We don't need to shut down any peaceful, any peaceful assemblies regardless of the speech and positions they hold. Because when we do, we establish a precedent that allows them to come and shut us down. Right? I mean, Christian, put back up that one, the let J6 protesters rot in prison. Do you understand the magnitude of this cartoon? This is the leftist ideology right there in front of you. And what you don't see is the neo-Marxist behind the sign going. Because you see, the January Sixers would not be in prison if it weren't for reactionary legislation and regulation by conservatives to keep us safe. It's why we're liberty over security. It's why Benjamin Franklin said something to the kind of anyone who would trade liberty for temporary security will soon have neither. We, we have to take this back. This is a note that my husband sent me. The neo-Marxist tactics passed down from Antonio Gramsci. If you don't know that word, you need that name, you need to know this name, Antonio Gramsci. And the Frankfurt School taught that to forward the new left agenda, alliances should be made with groups who share anti-Western agenda. So whoever carries the label of oppressed and is anti-Western in ideology is an, is an ally. This takes the form of supporting Hamas and labeling Israelis as colonizers. Anti-West ideology equals pro-Hamas and anti-Israel. Anyone who supports free market capitalism and biblically rooted Western values is a colonizing white supremacist oppressor and the neo-Marxist new left must support the enemies of the oppressors. 
universities were invaded with this Frankfurt School ideology during World War II, beginning with Columbia University. That was our, the hotbed of our, the, the, the actual Petri dish that would become the incubator for the neo-Marxist takeover of America. Are we shocked at the politicians that have come from Columbia University? We shouldn't be if we know its roots. So what is this about? This is about solutions. This is not about anti-Hamas, pro-Israel. This is about American solutions to secure liberty in America. Don't get lost in the neo-Marxist labels. If we are going to preserve our rights in America, we're going to preserve our liberty. We have to guard even those whom we see as enemies in the defense of their liberty. I mean, let's, I know there's been a lot of confusion come in across the board here lately about public, private, and, and, and that's intentional too, by the way. Confusion between what is a public business, what is the private business, is part of this neo-Marxist retraining of our brains on what belongs to government and what belongs to the individual. So you've got to understand something. That when we engage in activity that shuts down our enemy's speech, we actually pass the power of government on to the next neo-Marxist regime to do that to us. Do you know how fast the Obama administration would sign into law a, a, a anti-Hamas assembly act? I mean, it, it, it would break sound barriers. Not because they're pro-Israel and anti-Hamas, but because they're anti-liberty and anti-Western principles. And they realize that in our injudicious zeal, our being the conservatives, pro-constitution, pro-liberty, pro-rights, Zeal, our, our patriotic fervor, we would be handing the neo-Marxists that are actually running the Biden administration the very power they need, the very power they want to silence you and me under the color of law. So where it feels uncomfortable, where it feels like I don't want to be the one that says that's okay. I don't want to be the one that says that assembly is okay. I get that. But what we have to understand is that our constitution establishes limits on government, 
not on people. Rights belong to people. Power is delegated to government. And when we take rights from people, that automatically gives power to government. And with each right grows the power exponentially. We hurt ourselves. So it really is up to us. It really is up to us to inject real, solid, pro-Constitution, pro-liberty, pro-rights rights speech into this rhetoric that we're seeing all over social media through politicians and the alphabet media. We have to be pro-Constitution, pro-liberty, pro-rights with our coworkers, with our families, and say, you know what? I don't agree with this. I don't endorse this. But this is America. And as long as they're peaceful, I have to protect it. Because if I don't protect them, I'm not protected. So, do me a favor. Take what you've learned here this afternoon in this less than 30 minutes and be a bringer of truth into your part of your world. Take over your social media circle. Don't respond in affirmation to any post, no matter who the person is to shut down, be the one that says, hey guys, that's not the way this should go. I realize we're angry, I realize we're upset, I realize this is horrible what we're seeing. But we cannot, can I say, cannot endorse anything that would shut down any peaceful assembly in America because our rights hinge on the rights of the least of these. So make sure you like and subscribe to whatever social media that you're watching this video on. Make sure that you check back later this week. Uh, get your notifications so you can catch my husband's very astute, very educated presentation on this. Uh, and most of all, as we're liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality, please. Let's share this truth. You can support us most by sharing what you learn because we're in this for the preservation of liberty and that only happens when we stand together. Thomas Paine said, it's not in numbers that we gather our strength, but in unity. United in liberty is what we need to be dedicated to. Now, if you want to learn from us, you can go to libertyfirstsociety.com. That's our online training program where we are liberty first there as well. Constitution uh, predominates there. Truth and history is always found there. Go to chrisanhall.com for our main hub and our documentaries at noncompliantmovie.com. Thanks again for joining me. I sign off today as I always do. 
liberty first. God bless, and we'll see you next time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you?